A lot of the experiences I endured at a young age, I did not perceive as traumatic. I was molded to take care of others when I was very young, often participating in demeaning tasks for adults. I remember playing with toys, but I also remember the emotions surrounding how these toys were obtained. They were usually provided by the man who abused me, so I had the excitement of a child receiving a toy but I also experienced uncertainty about whether or not I should play with it. I would receive money for doing things to please an adult's body, like scratching disgusting bumps on the back of his head or scratching his toes, often paid in quarters or a random dollar. It is not like I had a choice, but I was expected to do it. Even if I hesitated about the act, I still did it. I did it to please my mom. I wanted to make her happy. I was an innocent kid, one with a heart of gold. Unfortunately, my light was taken from me when I was five. I felt a detachment of joy, purity, and innocence. My young self had gone down deep into a ball within my soul. She was later retrieved after a spiritual journey where I received the joy and purity I lost when I was young. How does one recover the lost parts of ourselves? Welcome to the Sticks, Stones, and Roots podcast. This podcast encourages you to be the ace of your magic. I am your host, Alonia Water. Today we dive into the topic of childhood trauma and the childhood self. In the last episode, we focused on sexual abuse and loss of memories. We begin the process by unlocking memories we have put on the back burner for several years or even decades. Child trauma occurs more than you think. More than two-thirds of children reported at least one traumatic event by age 16. Potentially traumatic events include psychological, physical, or sexual abuse, community or school violence, witnessing or experiencing domestic violence, national disasters or terrorism, commercial sexual exploitation, sudden or violent loss of a loved one, refugee or war experiences, military family-related stressors, such as deployment, parental loss or injury, physical or sexual assault, neglect, serious accidents, or life-threatening illness. The trauma I experienced was being raped from five years old until 10. At 10, I became pregnant with my first child. This child was violently snatched from my womb by someone I thought cared deeply for me. This was not a solitary act because it was done with two other individuals. I remember the pain I felt going through the abortion process. My young mind could not fathom what was happening to me. The pain of my childhood led me to lock away memories. During the rapes, I would imagine that I was somewhere else to escape what was happening to me. 
This led to the suppression of memories that would always bubble underneath the surface. I would experience glimpses of the reality of being raped during my life, but I would always ignore them. I thought that I was crazy and just imagining things. When I began soul work and healing myself from within, I could retrieve these memories and adequately deal with them. They no longer have a place in my life. I realized that I'm strong, I am bold, I am a good mother, I am a good sister, I am a good friend, and I am a good wife. I realized that I was good enough even though those around me treated me like I was not. I realized that I am a survivor. I did not die. I realized that I was reborn and healed from within. Only the ancestors in Ye, my name for God, could help me through it. I am a very spiritual person. I believe in ancestor reverence and worshiping my creator. I am an earth mother, a water goddess from an ancient land. I have experienced many past lives, some of which are difficult to remember. Since I am in the present reality, I remember what was violently done to me. I remember how I lost a sense of who I was and how I was able to gain that back. To do that, I had to take a deep journey within my soul to find my true purpose. By doing that, I had to face the darkness that surrounded me. After doing soul work, I ventured back home speaking in a spiritual sense and I was able to reconnect to my water goddess and figure out my purpose we are created in the present the purest light and love and when I went home to her in the land of the ancestors she wept over me because of how broken I was I was broken by what was done to me in the earthly realm My mother, water goddess, took me into her arms and cried, and then I was made new. I was made whole again. So whether or not you believe in spirituality in all aspects, such as angels, the ancestors, those who have moved on, I'm not here to debate that with you. However, I can share my healing journey and help you along your path to rediscovery. You know your story. Some of you may know you have been abused, and some of you may be unsure. The point is that we all need to become better versions of ourselves. So how can we do this? How can we become those better versions of ourselves? First, you have to do the soul work. No one else can do it for you. This is the first step in receiving the answers you seek and true healing. You have to die to yourself which means you have to die to your ego. You have to die for everything you thought you knew because you would face a new reality and the truth. Thirdly, you are going to have to accept the truth about yourself and others. This can often be a hard pill to swallow, but in the end, it is your truth and you must embrace it. Fourth, once you have died to yourself and accepted the truth, You have to take a stand and walk in that truth, however it may look to you. Fifth, when the gods and goddesses of other realms step in on your behalf and make you whole again, you must begin to do the work. This includes doing your soul's purpose, whatever you have shown. And finally, act now. Do not delay. 
What do you have to lose by being yourself and putting yourself out there? When heaven has touched you, how could you ever go back? And that's a question that I've often asked myself. When heaven touches you, how can you ever go back to being the same? You can never go back to being the same person because the old you is someone who is stuck in bondage, someone who is driven by ego, the desire to please others, the desire to prove yourself to others. When you've constantly died to yourself and what you think about yourself, you're no longer in competition with others in this life, for you have your own soul purpose and you have your own destiny ahead of you. The ego holds many of our problems in the world. You find yourself having to prove things to other people for validation. So when you do actual soul work, you no longer need the proof of others because you operate under a different set of laws. These are ancient laws that are forgotten by many and known by few. When you get your instructions from Ye, you are no longer under a contract with man. You can no longer be under the thumb of people. People do not know anything. The universe and all around us hold all the answers. It has the key to ourselves. Your child self has been lost to many events that have taken place over your life. You have to make proper soul recovery to find this self. If you're feeling drained, have a loss of passion, or experience depression, sadness, or anxiety, then your child self has checked out on you. You have to go back to the event that made you this way. You have to think about when you lost your passion for life. Only then can you do the work to come out of it. During the work, doing the work takes work. As stated, it will bring up a lot of dark emotions and events surrounding your trauma. If you are sick of being stuck in a cycle, you must get out of the loop and find your way. You must stop listening to other people and girls and do the work. Remember that a girl cannot do it for you. You have to do it for yourself. I am a voice to point you back to how you should go. Your answer will not be found in the concepts of man, which includes getting more bogged down by your ego. I have come a long way in this episode without explaining the ego. So what is the ego, actually? The ego is the part of the mind that mediates between the conscious and the unconscious, and it is responsible for reality testing and a sense of personal personal identity. It is where the person's self-esteem lies. For example, the ego is linked to my and mind statements. Those things we think define us. The ego tells you who you are based on how you are surrounded by something. These things can be a car, a house, money, or a good job. It is the theme blocking you from your connection to your soul. It often overshadows what the soul wants, and it can prevent you from hearing from your soul and knowing your soul's purpose. I encourage you to begin the process of looking into yourself. Look past the ego and get to know your consciousness, your true self. We do not know who we are until we have accomplished this goal. 
Once you do this, it will change your whole life. Remembering who you are may go against the grain of mainstream society, but you stand firm in your beliefs. It may be a drastic change from what your partner believes, your friends believe, or what your family believes. Your truth comes from above and from them only. Why do you put so much trust into people who cannot help you live or die? They cannot bring you back from death. They cannot live for you. So find your truth. Thank you for listening to the Sticks, Stones, and Roots podcast. Please follow the show on Instagram, YouTube, and Facebook. I'm slowly working on products. The first one is a healing herbal tea bath. This tea comes in two forms. It comes in a mini form and a big set. The purpose of this tea is to rid the body of opposing streams of energy, especially those tied to the ego. This herbal blend is to be used for five days and comes with written instructions. More products will be added as I get the time to do them. So until next time, be blessed, be present, and be the ace of your magic.